Every man has to own a black suit. After you get a black suit, there's five suits you need to get. Black, navy, gray, brown, tan. You get those five suits. You get yourself two white shirts. Get yourself two cream color shirts and two powder blue shirts. You can make 75 suits with those combinations because every last one of those pants go with every last one of those jackets. Every last one of the jackets goes to every last one of the pants. You cannot mess up. Hey, it's Sebs from the Fosu Theory. Please like, comment, subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on. We appreciate the continued support. Now let's get into the show. Welcome back to the Fosu Theory. Welcome back to the Fosu Theory. Or welcome to the Fosu Theory. Um, yeah, we got some new listeners. Oh. Yeah. You didn't tell me that. Stay in Montana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shout out to y'all. Damn. What's in Montana? I was about to Besides say. Besides registration for like. I, I, was about to say cars. I was about to say something dumb. I was about to say potatoes. You was about to say potatoes? I, I was about to say potatoes too. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say potatoes. That's Idaho. Yeah. yeah, shout <laughs> out to I think it's just a bunch of farms out there. Yeah, I've been to Montana. Ass. Really? We were in a three-star hotel, bro. That's how I asked that gym was. And it was like, yeah, we not, it's nothing really crazy here. <laughs> I'll be real with you, bro. I would never, like that middle strip of the country, like they made uh, North and South Dakota seem cool because of Static Shop. But other than that, I'm not going yeah. nowhere in that vicinity. I mean, I, it wasn't a choice. And so no, I job. understand. But I don't know, yo, can we go somewhere else? Yeah, that shit was ass. That's like one of them cities you don't eat. Nothing. And it like real flat, like you can see yeah, the whole town. Yeah. I mean it is exaggerated a little bit, but it is very flat. Uh that's and terrible. uh also that's one of them towns. You don't what know. towns are in Montana. I don't know. I don't know where I was, <laughs> honestly. All I know is it was a McDonald's there and that's what we ate. You know what I'm saying? That's what yeah. we ate. You know how they do like every state has like their cultural foods or whatever, mm-hmm. or like what's their like, I, 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 I want to taste the, the potatoes in Idaho. Yeah, like, don't like, they home probably fries crazy. probably insane. But what the fuck do Montana have? I don't even think, like, a majority of our cows. They probably got good... Yeah, yeah I'm about to say, they probably got good steak. What if they don't season them right? You probably don't even need no fucking steak. You don't even need no season for a great steak. like butter. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so... That's crazy. I always think about the middle of the country just, like, on some random shit, because I have friends from Missouri, mm-hmm. and... That's ass. They're from St. Louis. Yeah. Uh, you know some gangbangers. <laughs> so it's just like that, because like St. Louis, but like mm-hmm. other those other middle states, what the yeah. fuck are we going on there? All the guys, Nelly. <laughs> <laughs> That's the St. Louis yeah. guy. And then I, I went to Howard, so I know people from all over the country. And this is like, I don't know nobody from that middle part of the country. Like, I think I know a girl. I met a girl from Alabama, but. My grandfather was from Alabama. Yeah, but like that's just down south, like that middle section of the country. I don't know what the fuck going on over there. Yeah, so the country big as shit. That's fucked. Like for real, for real. People don't understand. Somebody um, made a joke about New Mexico. They were like, all the like people we looking for, like as far as like wanted criminals, they hide out in New Mexico. Because who the fuck goes to New Mexico? It's a lot of racial profiling in New Mexico, though. Really? Yeah, I, I forgot the exact law. I'm I'm not googling it. <laughs> it's a Sunday. I'm on box. <laughs> Yeah, but there's a lot of racial profile in there. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, how was your week, bro? Um, I got you ain't been in the court all week. Bro, I've been focused. I thought you was with that girl. No, nah, no. Nah. I was with her yesterday. Um, and 
Why not the day this week? I know. But, uh, no, I, I got some good news. I told you I got some good news. Um, yeah. Another job opportunity. So I just been focused on that, trying to get my mind right for that, because all they said was, like, congratulations, you made it to the next step. All right, so you got my application. You got my resume. It's only, like, two, three next steps it could possibly be. So I'm just trying to prep for an interview and shit like that. Because um, I don't even know... Like, I think the language I'm interviewing for is language I use every day. If so, I'm cool. If they uh, ask me to do another language like Python or like Go or something, I'm going to have to do a lot more. You know what's crazy? Quick nerd talk. Y'all told me to learn JavaScript. I didn't say that. I said Java. I said straight Java. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. All right. <laughs> I didn't say that. Right, We're going to ask Byron. Byron might have told you that. I didn't tell you that. No, Byron said Python. Okay, I said Java. I know Steve said Java. Not JavaScript. Yeah. What do you do with your job? Java and JavaScript. Java, JavaScript, uh, SQL. Um, <clears throat> some, sorry, that was crazy. Uh, that's it. Oh. Use a lot of frameworks, though. Uh, so I shouldn't have did JavaScript. You should do that because you're going to need it. And if you can do JavaScript, you can do Python really easily. It's a good transition. And if you can do JavaScript, it, it's not too hard to learn the basics of Java. So, because JavaScript is more, um, what's the what's the word? What's the word? Because when you type something in Java, it doesn't have to be defined. All right, all right, we get too much nerd talk. Yeah, we get too nerdy. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm showing y'all. I'm a real fucking nerd. I'm sorry. Yeah. So. Yeah, so I'm happy for you with that. With, I got an actual interview with the same company tomorrow. Yeah. So we're gonna be downtown acting a fucking fool. <laughs> I'm not. Yes, you are. <laughs> no, my, my I made him pay me less. It's 100 percent remote. Oh, right. Yeah, that's that's funny. He told me a number, and I was like, "This number corny." I was like, "They could do 100 percent remote. I do it." Yeah. And I was like, "I'll even take a cut to dollars an hour." He said, "Yeah, they want an interview." I said, "Say less. Yeah. Got you." Like. Damn, so I'm gonna be down trying to fool on myself. Yeah. You know I mean? And that we'll get into that, but just that shit kinda it didn't get me emotional, but it was just like a a moment of like, all right, extreme focus, even in spurts, yeah, puts you not far ahead, but it puts you ahead. I'll put you it can put you far ahead. Like, yeah, because I don't be focused all that crazy in a sense. Like I'm not one of the people where it's like, what you say when I first started studying cool and again, you was like, yo, you gotta stop hooping and all that. Now I don't be hooping as much, right. but at the same time, it's like, I'm still kind of... Yeah, you were still going to slack off. Yeah, I'm going to be distracted. Like the other night, I studied for five hours, but they were, I put it even on my story, like it was five distracted hours because yeah. the game was on. The yeah. game was popping, so it was like, ah. It's like, I'm going to look over, yeah. then I got to find back where I was. Exactly. Yeah, so Get my brain rolling again. Um, yeah. But yeah, outside of that, what, what, what fun shit did you do this week? Bro, I ain't do shit fun. I, so, I told you, like I was, I was like you said- a lot You made a power roast though, didn't you? For, all right, we're going to get this out of the way before we talk about anything else. The pot roast slander has to stop. Y'all, everybody know your grandma made a pot roast. Not you, but yeah, your grandma probably made a pot roast too. No. But everybody, mom, grandma, auntie made a pot roast, and they loved it. So what is the pot roast slander about? You just set yourself up. Do you want to refer? Do you want to rephrase what you just said? You going to call me old? Is that what Do you, you fit the description of a mom, grandma, or auntie? <laughs> My grandpa. <laughs> said, no, you know. You set yourself up. Listen, I grew up around a lot of older women, and, you know, I'm proud of that. So you calling yourself old. I'm just saying. I got an old spirit. I'm just saying. I have an old spirit. I, that's, that's all niggas was getting at. And I wasn't the one. No, no. You was feeding into it. No, I did. I laughed. 
That's feeding that to it. But I don't I don't add to it. Listen, it don't bother like me. The, other day we was in the, court. the one day we you was in the court. Yeah, niggas want to stop me. It wasn't me though. You was hacking it all. No, it wasn't. All right, bro. I wasn't. Yeah, you ain't laughing. Keith, that day was wasn't it when you and when you, you and bro t- was playing uh poker. I was egging it on. I was chilling, right? I literally wasn't talking about the power rules. You was you was laughing. Bro, that's I'ma laugh regardless in the court. You know these monkeys can't they can't keep it together. Excuse me, we're gonna do that out. That was really? crazy. Is it? <laughs> huh? Yeah, yeah, I'm cool with that one. Yeah, but yeah, bro, you was we thought that was the reason. That was our conspiracy. That I was made of hot roast? That you made a pot roast and either that joint got you sick because Keith said you make your pot roast in 30 minutes <laughs> or you took the heart about the pot roast and was like, I'm not fucking with these niggas. Anymore. Oh, no, bro. I didn't make a pot roast this week. I made salmon and chicken. You made a salmon and chicken pot roast. All right, bro. All right, never mind. Keith, wasn't it salmon and chicken pot roast? Mm-hmm. Wasn't it salmon and chicken pot roast? It was instant pot roast mix. The pot roast thing had to stop. Now, when y'all get old and y'all can't make a pot roast and y'all girlfriends are wild and not make a pot roast, don't come asking me. So why would you oh, put that on my lady? Huh? We know how to make a pot roast. Huh? Who? We do. Well, I do. I can't speak for Darren. I don't want, I have no desire to make the fucking <laughs> pot roast, bro. Well, pot roast is swings, bro. Fills you up, makes you feel good inside. Reminds me when I was a kid. Yeah. The fuck type of commercial is this? <laughs> <laughs> Right. Sometimes you need a sometimes you need to pick me up, bro. Nigga went to an old jello putting dialogue. Fills you up, make you feel good inside. Bro, All you missing is Bill Cosby laughing <laughs> or smiling. Bro, that that you know, we ain't gonna get into it. Like I said, you said if I ain't do nothing fun this week. No, I didn't do nothing fun this week. I told you I was focused, bro. Like you said, that those short bursts of extreme focus could take you, you know, to be very far. Yeah. And I started thinking about like, I, I stand to go to the gym for, like, two days. It was like, I went one day, didn't go the next day. Went one day, didn't go the next day. It was because my back was hurt. But it was just like, I got to be more focused in everything I do mm-hmm. for a short spur of time to get where I want to go. Like, I want to get to the next level in my career. So, I, this week wasn't about fun. I just I was trying to get myself mentally right. Yeah, I understand. Um, yeah, and I, I want to give you kudos for that. I don't really give you too many props. Um, <laughs> I'm fuck with you, bro. You no, know what it is, but yeah, I don't give you too many props, but yeah, I'm proud of you, bro, because you you inspire me. I, I feel that. like you you can't be my friend if you inspire me in some way. That's like nice. some niggas, I don't necessarily, I don't want none of my friends' life. No. I think that's where niggas get it wrong. Like sometimes, where it's like they, you, they be jealous of their friend. I, I don't want anybody that's my friend's life. But in order to be my friend at this point in my life, you gotta you show to, me something. You have to inspire. Well, you had to, you had to explain that was crazy. <laughs> I was, you didn't have to say that. <laughs> Yo, say what you mean. <laughs> but in order, <laughs> but in, order cool, be, in order to be my friend at this point in my life, um, with this next, not even just the next stage, but just, you got you to gotta inspire me, bro. Yeah. Like in, in some certain way. Uh, shout out to my man, Quadera. He probably not even going Listen to this episode because that nigga said he listened like three episodes. We're on episode twenty one this week, bro. Yeah. But yeah, he graduated his master's in science. Oh, congratulations, congratulations! I mean, Kwai is one of the most hard hardworking people I know, but that nigga play hard too. That's inspiration to me. Like where it's like, yo, just because I'm locked in on this doesn't mean I can't. Don't mean because it. it'd be niggas that put themselves in a in a dark room sometimes for months on end and kind of slip into a depression because they just work, 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 yeah. and there's no play. Yeah. Like that nigga. His graduation was this week. I think he turned his thesis in a few months ago. 
We was on the phone. We were talking about going to a game at the Garden. Next thing I know, yeah, the game that game nigga game. was at the Garden. <laughs> we was talking about. Then we were on the phone talking about Game Seven. I was on the phone with him last week when yeah. we finished the pot. Game Seven. Um, he like, yeah, TD Garden. Like, yeah, the other Garden look crazy. He like, yeah, TD Garden. Like, it's crazy. Next thing I know, he's at the TD Garden at a game. And it's like, yo. And then it's like, then he go, and that was what, game one, I think, the Miami series? Mm-hmm. Then yesterday, he just graduated from Villanova. So big shout out to Quad. It's like, dog, like, that balance and that, you know what I mean? It like, takes a lot to be that balance and that focus yeah. to even, like, because that takes a lot out of you. I don't think yeah, that's that shit, Yeah, like, yeah, I, 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 I text, I, I think I replied to a story, like a flame emoji or something. I was going to give him a shout out. Um, his brother had posted him graduating, but it was him and his brother. I ain't want to. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, you know what I mean? But yeah, shout out to him. But, bro, I, I DM'd him like the flame emoji, and he was just like, my brother. And I'm like, bro, I'm just a witness at this point, bro. Like, you know what I mean? I, I, I feel like that with a lot of my friends. Like, and it's like, whether you're comp- accomplishing something that I never did or I did in the past, I still had the same. I just like seeing like, you make progress. You know progress. what I mean? Exactly, yeah. bro. And it's like sticking to some shit because. I feel like, you know what I mean, people don't stick to a lot of shit. And I used to have that. People don't stick to nothing. Yeah, I used to have <laughs> that, that quitter's disease. Keep it, keep it honest with you. Um, like, it used to be... Yeah, I used to be a fucking quitter, honestly. <laughs> like, because I'm, I'm good at a lot of things. Yeah. And I pick so up it's like your mind, yeah. your mind will drift you at the next challenge instead of if you focus on one thing, you can take it to the next level. Yeah. And then the level after that. It's fine. It's like... For LeBron, LeBron was the best basketball on the planet for 20 years. And it's just like right, every let's, let's season. Stop. A decade. Right. A decade. Okay. He's the most physically gifted basketball player ever. Okay, so it's just like for him to find something every year to continue to make him want to play. Or like when somebody wins the championship, like Steph Curry just won the championship last season. He came back this season. He's playing out of his mind. Yeah, you gotta keep, He's the you only gotta reason his team made any type of progress. You got to keep going. You don't think Jordan Poole was a big reason? A big reason they lost for sure. <laughs> he got he got his bag and gave the fuck up. Yeah. So it's like I take a lot, I do draw a lot of inspiration from that. The fact because like when I was a kid, when I saw Kobe win his fourth ring, I'm like, damn, like how do you come back and you know when your fifth ring? How do you keep the mm-hmm. focus and intensity and just the drive and passion? Because like you're doing the same shit every day, right. every fucking day. And this is like how you how you pick that up again? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like to to three peat. Is fucking crazy. Like, it's crazy. People are like yo, you had Shaq, and it's like yo, even with that focus, you got to do it every you gotta day. Do it like every even day. the Warriors, I still got to be here. The Warriors dynasty, like they won, they went to five straight finals, mm-hmm. and it's like people are like, oh, that fifth final they started to break down. They played like an extra two seasons mm-hmm. just with those finals runs. That's a lot of wear and tear your body. Like when people go home, and fuck your body, bro. Like you saying your brain, your brain. Like when people go home in what April. Like that's bro, you gotta think about it because your kids growing up through that, and yeah. it's like, yo, alright, son, you 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 got a realistic outlook sometimes as a basketball player, whatever in your career, you know, like, yo, this season is going well, whether you in an accountant or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, the season doing bad, and you, you sound like, yeah, some the fair is June first, and you like, son, we probably can go to the fair this year, and yeah. Then, Y'all just good as shit, and it's like, oh, we're oh, not going shit. to. The we're not going to finish for quite some time. <laughs> we might not go to next year then, or the year after that. <laughs> June on July fourth, KD announced in twenty sixteen that he's going to Awards. Yeah, but you got to think they visited him Hampton, the uh, Hampton Five or whatever. We went and visited visited him prior to that yeah. in June. 
So it's like, so you so we're, not going, we're not, yeah, going, we're not going nowhere, bro. Yeah, like I'm playing basketball for the next five for, years for, for, for every day. Exactly. <laughs> and so, it's like, on top of that, the Olympics was one of the summers. Mm-hmm. Um, people was one of the summers. I'm never seeing. Yeah. And it's just like, like you said earlier, like you're trying to take the next step in your career. And it's like, damn, we getting old. Like we're not to the point where like, we can't do anything, but you got to start approaching life in a different manner. Like you got to have responsibility to yourself to uphold yourself in a certain manner. You don't got to be a stuck up asshole or like a dick, but you can't be a kid anymore. Yeah, I'm looking at, to see how far I came, I'm looking at a condo downtown. Yeah, right. And I just keep thinking of the fucking, the Drake line. Kind of downtown. Of all of our and I'm sitting in my head like, remember I was on duplex way for the longest, yeah, but it's yeah. like, nah. Cause remember I I looked at I was looking at the one in Germantown, like, yeah. yo, this joint crazy. Looked at the maps. That shit around the corner from <laughs> Haynes and Morton. Like, like this crazy, but that's crazy. Yeah, girl. so like, I'm <laughs> like, you know what? I'm a I'm a I'm it's either I'm moving to the county with a nice size crib or a condo in the county. Like uh like not the with niggas like upper derby and shit like that. Um, but I'm sorry, I'm getting a phone call. But yeah, not not that, but yeah, like horseshoe type shit. But just where my mental is at this point, bro, shifting. It's like it's a whole new space, right? Yeah, totally new space, bro. Yeah. Like I spent all week, bro. I haven't played a game in weeks. Like if you if you haven't noticed, I'm in the in the Discord. I just I'm, not playing talking. Game. Uh, I'm not. Like, I'm not I, I got on a game one night. I'd be jealous. <laughs> I just played mad. I played like two games of mad, yeah, I played, I, and I played two games of two K, and I was like, "It's two in the morning. I'm going to bed." So if you, if you didn't know, um, me when I play like season mode and shit, I be trying to get niggas uh, chips and shit like that I fuck with. Fulfilling your dream, your you know dream seasons. You was about to say fantasy. You was about to take it somewhere. So That's why I, I didn't want to go like, there. For instance, I got Damon Chip. It's never happening, but you know what I'm saying. I got my man in Chip. And I was younger, you know, he used to be my one of my favorite 2K players, and I used to fuck with Super Heavy in real life. Let me take a guess. It's, you're not going to guess it, bro. Can I get the team? It's a six-man. Can I get the team? It's a six-man. I can't tell you. Oh, all right. Uh, shit. You know, I, I, I like Jamal Crawford game, but he's not one of my favorite players. Lou Williams. No. Damn, I'm it's up the elk. J.R. Smith. I said, uh, every Jared single Smith team. Got a ring though, no, before. Okay. Every single team, when I was a kid, I used to do season like throughout high school, I used to trade for J.R. Smith no matter what. Like, we could have four shooting guards. That's a good pick. We're going to have five now. <laughs> I'm getting J.R. Smith and he's starting. <laughs> Unless I got Kobe. You know, I never played with Kobe and shit. Like, I never really played like with Kobe Brown. Like, you just, you just wanted Unless my man. Like, my man used to get the Cavs all the time. I would get, in fact, I used to get the Celtics. He used to, I, I never really played with Kobe. Because if you miss a shot, I'm going to be mad because it's like, <laughs> this nigga make video game shots, which you mean he can't make the shot in the game. Yeah, Kobe in 2K10 was different. Yeah, so. 2K10 Kobe was like different. It's yes. Like, but, yeah, I, I, I like, I don't even really be, I, I get in Discord to like relax my mind. I don't get in there to like, for commentary when I'm playing the game no more because I really don't play the game. Yeah, and then where's I study the right next to the game. Yeah. And I'd be like, yo, I'm sorry. I'm neglecting you. <laughs> But yeah, my week my week was all about reflection, um, looking at investments, um, making my first purchase of investment property next month, um, and keep it real, y'all probably cry. Like it's a long ass time to get like, here. That's like you've been working on since I met you. Yeah. So and I had an opportunity in 2019. That crib is worth double now. I probably would be a big headed asshole. Like I had a whole talk with my pop about it at this point. He was like, Yeah, you would probably got big headed. Like. 
he was like, the way it would have worked, it went exactly how I said, plus more. Yeah. And he was like, you would have. You'd act like an asshole. Yeah, he was like, you would you would get big. It's headed. hard and not you to. You probably would have turned around and made a bad investment. Yeah, because when you see something work out, it's like, well, I know what I'm doing. Oh, yeah. And it's like, no, you don't. Yeah. Because there's people out here that, you know, I listen to a lot of moguls and whatnot, and they're like, I didn't know what I was doing until maybe 50 houses in sometimes, 100 houses. Yeah, because you learn new shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But. Yeah, my week was boring as shit too. Don't it seem like the older you get, like the more boring it get? Because <laughs> you, know you, you got to be more responsible. It's shit. not. I wouldn't say it's boring, but you have the older you get, or the more, like you said, responsible. And we're definitely gonna get into that. But the more responsible you are, you you give less into instant gratification. And, and, and yeah. you, you know what I mean, like Chick Fil A, all that shit. Like I, I really. Wasn't a super big Chick Fil A guy anyway, but just as an example, fast food is no longer the option. You would rather you see the benefits and waiting for yeah. the only time I get fast food now is when like I don't I have nothing left in the crib. It's ten o'clock at night. I didn't go to the market. Yeah. I don't really got a choice at this point. Yeah, like <laughs> me, I, you know, I, I do the fasting thing. Yeah. Um, if it's like eight thirty, not yet. And um. No, some, no, sometimes I really need to eat. Like, I didn't, like, I, I probably... I'm saying, yeah. like, you're on schedule. Like, yeah, and it's like, oh, shit, I got 30 minutes to get a meal. Yeah. And it's like, I need protein, and I don't want to taste that chalky taste, you know, like shakes got sometimes. Oh, shakes. I man. might go get some nuggets. I might go get a chicken sandwich or something. But then I start to look at the sodium in that, and it's like... You bro, can't win. Fuck, I'd rather not eat something. You can't like, win. Or let me go get a fruit joint and just try to survive off that sugar until I get home and go to sleep, and then cool. Or you get some water. The thing I'll do is I'll eat uh, Greek yogurts. That's my, like... Greek yogurt, all that. That's my, like, end of the night. If I can't find nothing, yeah. Greek yogurt is what I go to. Yeah, but I, I've really been looking into um, just progression, man, moving forward. Because... Now, you were talking about, like, you buying a first investment property, and I was just like, that's something I do want to move towards doing. It's just, like, the steps to get there. Not that I'm... You know, nervous about it or I don't want to do it. It's just like, damn, like you really have to. We're at that certain point, like where that's where life is going. Yeah. Cause I, I honestly and truthfully, I'm not, I can't, you can't fast track anything like that. But I truthfully see myself having children in the f- next few years. Yeah. That's crazy to think about. So <laughs> it's like, dog, I gotta, I gotta lay some foundation for them. It can't just be like, oh yeah, I got a good job, son. Like, nah, like, yeah, son, I got something yeah, passed down to you. Yeah. I got, you get what I'm saying? Like, and then, I'm kind of still at age where I still do want to do rambunctious. That's very rambunctious things and spontaneous things. Like, damn, I can't do that with no kid. Oh, no, 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 no. Can't do that with no, no kid. No, I'm going to go on like a whole voyage. Hopefully, I don't. I'm going to go on a whole voyage with my next girlfriend and for like a year. Like a world travel? Uh, we could travel. <laughs> we could, yeah. <laughs> like, we're going to just do some shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't know what world travel. Like, world travel, because... It's crazy. Yeah, because that's, that's like, world traveling in a year, that might be, like, 30, 40 bands. Easy. And... That's easy. I'm trying to save 30 or 40 a year. But I, I, I possibly... Let me not limit myself. Yeah. Because, exactly. like I said the other day, and like I'm saying tomorrow with the, with the interview, just to show you how a short, of, of, uh, a short moment... So I'm going to just be 100% transparent. 2020, um, fucked up. As fucked up as I've ever been over 25 years old. Um, no girl, girlfriend left the shit out of me. Cooked me. 
cooked me, sent me to a fucking a, a depression spiral that took me honestly years to get out of. Um, but that's just in like a short time ago. Yeah, because COVID made everything foggy, yeah. but. And it, it, it kind of made our lives like the, uh, you never saw the movie Groundhog Day. Yes, it's been so long. same. It's the same day over and over yeah. and over again. It's so been it, dude, it shortens the time. That's a um, memory. Yeah. That's actually a pretty good movie. Yeah, get money every day. I'm a Groundhog. Wayne is a genius. But um, yeah, so no money. Girlfriend left you. You at the time where it's like. I'm not really going outside. I hate being sick. So, like, I wasn't even trying to risk it. So, it's like, you know, and then I don't don't know if this shit knocking off young people. Like, it turned out it really wasn't knocking us off, per se, unless you were like, exactly. Like, but at the same time, it was like, I still don't want to be sick. I don't want to be sick. And then you look now and they're saying that shit aged your organs by like 10 years sometimes. Like, in certain cases, it's like, it ages your brain. It's like, dog, that's why I don't remember shit. (laughs) But, yeah, man, bad time in my life. And dog, I was getting paid no fucking money. I'm gonna just say that. And I had to do every day from five when five PM hit, I clocked out, took a shower to wash that fucking um not minimum, but minimal wage job for a person with a fucking college degree. I had to wash that fucking funk off me. And I had to go do Uber Eats. And cav- this one caviar before they got bought out of DoorDash. I just do Uri's and caviar every fucking caviar. week. And it was like, dog, like, I hated that shit, bro. Like, I really, really hated that shit. Like, I, like, dog, just look like thinking about it, that shit making me kind of emotional. Like, I really hated my fucking life, bro. <laughs> no, like, I, I remember working at Sprint. I was like, oh, I gotta get out of here. Yeah, I hated that shit, bro. <laughs> it's and it's like, like I, to- I was making good money, though. Yeah, but I I, I had no time for self yeah. exactly, and it's like, um, you got to think I was waking up. Um, we had to be there at nine. I'm talking about eight thirty or nine, so that's I'm I'm working basically 12, 15 hour days, and one of them is seven hours. And I'm driving all around and shit like that, and it's like dog. Looking back, I should have quit. Just did Uber Eats and DoorDash, and just apply for other jobs while doing that and I would have made way more money but I say all that to say this I got an email the other day that is more that is going to be my side gig they just don't know they're going to be the side things but that's going to be my side gig that's more that's exactly and it's like dog and that's going to be two and I know it's hard to look when you in you in the bullshit it's hard it's like when the fuck am I going to get out of this it's hard to have that foresight like you know what I mean like if I just keep my head down, it's all going to work out. Yeah. Because for some niggas, it don't work out. Yeah. <laughs> so for a lot of people, it don't work out, yeah. honestly. So to have that, like, mental fortitude is applaudable because you could have gave up at any day. You could have just been at any day crashed out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like a, I had to take, like you said, I asked you what you want to talk about this week. You said responsibility. I had to take responsibility for myself. Yeah. Like, yo, there's no more victories in it. Nobody's coming to save you. Yeah. Nobody's. I'm not entitled to none of my friends' success. You know what I mean? A nice gesture would be nice. Nah, I'm not going to turn it down. If you go make an app tomorrow and they be like, yeah, Kai's a billionaire. But I'm saying I'm not entitled to that yeah. just because I'm your friend. Yeah. And I feel like we... It would be nice, we, but it's just like... Yeah, we we lose a, li- a lot of... 
sight with that because we 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 and I was talking to Feast, but we talked about it before the black tax. Yeah. And that shit is because we a lot of us are disenfranchised and poor. So if one of us you making, feel that it, once you you are conscious of that, I feel like you you feel entitled to do for your people. Yeah. Like I got aunts and whatnot, and it's like it's like how do I have all this money I don't do for nobody else? But it's yeah. like I only have this money because I did for myself. And it's a harsh reality. It gives survivors remorse. It gives depression. And it's to the point where you can't even enjoy your own, you know, self-worth. Yeah. Because you got to bring everybody with you. <laughs> yeah. And then it, it, you're not netting what your salary says. Right. Like your salary, 365 plus, I mean, 10% bonus. So now you're at damn near the 400 club with bonus, right? Uh, taxes and all that. My net, I don't know, fucking two sixty maybe, right? Something right. You net your two sixty, and it's like, yo, you might give away fucking fifty thousand in cash throughout the year to your, your you know what I mean, your. That's uh, not little twenty dollars or little beans yeah. that you loan out that you never get back. It's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, it's a lot that goes onto the shoulders of. People that are disenfranchised, especially I'm, I'm gonna speak from the role of what I am, black people, like black men especially, but women also because women are most educated mm-hmm. uh, at this point and growing. Uh, they're more entrepreneur, more women, black women entrepreneurs growing at this point than anything. So it's a lot just on the shoulders of black people getting into this space. But yeah, man, that that shit is that shit is a lot, bro. Like. I hated that shit, but three years later, well, not even three years. That was that was what like two and a half years. Drink. Yeah, so yeah, like I'm, I'm in a way better space. Two and a half years, you weren't even like it was like a year later you had a good job. Yeah, six months after that you had a better job. Yeah, so it was constant progression. It was constant. Yeah. Like, oh like, no, last year was ass. You remember what happened last year? Yeah, but after that, you you know everything happened for a reason. Yeah, everything does happen. <laughs> so but, you know you wasn't meant to be there, and you know I know you're happy you're not there. Yeah, for sure. So I just think that. That constant, you know, because 2020, I didn't have a job either because I quit as rent. And then I was like, you know what? Like, I got to take responsibility for yourself because I can't lean on nobody else. Right. So I had to, you know, sit there and learn the skills to make myself more marketable. More marketable. Right. And then once I did that, I was like, oh, I saw the path to where I wanted to be. And I got there. And now I just want to, I spent the last week thinking about how to get to the next step because I felt complacent but not that complacent because you know I'm always applying always trying to learn Mm -hmm. shit but it wasn't going nowhere and this email made me see that like oh no your work I think that that's a thing also where people look um, and I see it online where it's like stop looking seeking validation but it's not validation all the time like like, I just want to see it's paying off in some way yeah (laughs) like the easiest way to see your work paying off as well like a job right yeah. in a sense like yo you clock in for eight hours and you get the clock out and when you get that check if you go in i say you do a little overtime you work seven eight hour shifts in a week and you do that for two weeks and now you got 32 hours worth of overtime mm-hmm. you're going to see that that should unless your boss is a thief or is a miscalculation <laughs> in the system you're going to see that there should be a calculation of 32 hours worth of overtime it's a validation the, the thing about putting 
You're not seeking validation with your it's check. Just like, yo, it's just it. like, yo, I earned this. Or I put the work in for this. I need to see 112 hours, 80 hours of regular time, and 32 hours, you know, overtime. There's nothing wrong with that. And the thing is, I think about a lot of uh, independent work um, you do in tech. I'm shit. I'm doing a lot of independent work right now. I'm putting in 20 hours a week and studying something to get the fundamentals down the right way mm-hmm. and something to where it's like, I'm, I'm probably not going to, I'm probably not going to see the results by this, even on the track I'm on where I have a, a track to finish this studying by the middle of July and be interviewing for jobs by September. I'm still not probably going to see my, the fruits of my labor until October, yeah. maybe November if I'm lucky. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Cause Still got to apply. Exactly. And I I think a lot of people, it's not about seeking validation, man. It's just like you want to be rewarded for your work. I feel like a lot of people don't see the reward for their work and they stray away. Yeah. And that's what happens. Versus like being on the block. It's like going to the gym. Like when people don't Yeah, exactly. They stop going. Shit. Being on the, like, for example, I'm using Jim Jones. Being on the block, you get to see the, you see probably the validation same night sometimes. Yeah. Like, yo, young boy, you stand oh, here all day. Night. Exactly. <laughs> or it's like, you got your own little track going on. Yo, I know I came outside with $100 and $200 in product. I got $50 left. <laughs> I got $50 in product left, but I got 300 you said $200 in product, so I got $250 yeah. and $50 in product left. You can see. Yo, yeah, the work put in, yo, me standing on the spot netted me 150 today. Yeah. And I know it's good shit. Marlo just dropped some new shit. It's a new pack out. It's a new pack out. <laughs> he gonna tell his man, and tomorrow I'm gonna I'm come a- out with way more product than yeah. I came out with today. And I'm gonna sell even more. Yeah. You can see that. So I, I see the mentality of low-hanging fruit while niggas join the block or go there. It's and, just like the end result of it isn't worth that. Exactly. But it's I just like it. a crazy dynamic because you, you don't see the like you see your daily, you know your daily hard work put in the net to return to you, but you don't see it fast tracks you to jail, which is a subtraction of everything you ever did. Yeah. But if you do, you know, six months of seeing no reward, it can set you up for the rest of your life, and it's just like I don't know, man. You gotta have some type of willingness to not see your your. Work payoff mm-hmm. so that at the end of it, you can be in a place where you are in a position to see work payoff. But, like, that's a hard thing to do because six months don't seem like a long time, but it is a long time. Let me ask you a question. Three years don't seem like a long time. And then I'm damn near 30, but it, you know what I mean? It is. Lie. Like, because you really think about it, that is almost 1,100 days. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like the you know sheer, how many you had? The sheer amount of that, but how it actually perceived it, it it's just crazy to think about it. That, that shit blows my mind every day. That shit blows my mind every single yeah, day. So it's like, if you don't, uh, my, my, my mentor came at a perfect time for me. A perfect time. Uh, I was accident. Well, I was about to get fired from <laughs> my old, old job. <laughs> And he basically, um, so I'm gonna just break down. Uh, my old, I'm in finance, and that comes with a lot of work that people don't see that I put in. Down to, I told the story of my pop, me crying on the floor, my dad counting fucking change for 12 hours, 10 hours, or whatever, right? 
to I couldn't touch the video game until I finished this math workbook for two chapters or whatever mm-hmm. and shit like that. And it's, it's a lot of work that I put in that I did not realize because it was like a part of routine. Yeah. Um, and finance. So I, I figured out a way to communicate with, I would say everyone uh, of a team of about 20 people. I created a database to help save my company literally millions of dollars, maybe billions, but I would say definitely millions because they were getting sued because their income, they were, they were, it was an insurance company. They were possible for like reinsurance, which is like the shield of the insurer. So basically I created a database, take in the money, apply the money, have a tracker for all the money being applied. But I said I couldn't code, right? I'm a dickhead. But if I knew how to code, I probably would have been I'm not crazy at that nothing. job. <laughs> I'm not saying nothing. <laughs> I don't know what's up with niggas calling me today. But uh, yeah, so I created that database. Once the database was made uh, 100%, they basically fired my ass. They was like, yeah, train people. They was like, yeah. Uh, train your replacement. Yeah, train your, we need you to read this. We made like a manuscript on how to do your stuff. We need you to read this, edit it, and just we want you to edit it to the point where you go through every single step so that we know just in case you take an off day. Cause you got I did have a lot of I would save my PTO to the end of the year. I don't like working around Christmas. Yeah. So they were like, Yeah, we just want you to edit this to just in case you take a couple off days because you know they're coming. We don't miss a beat. Right. And teach them to our overseas colleagues. Yeah, no, I'm not thinking of nothing. Yeah, I'll source the shit out of that. I'll source the shit out of my job, bro. And then hire someone part time in my position. Yeah. Um, bro, you saved us millions. We're gonna save an extra couple thousand too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was that was something. And my 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 mentor gave me this speech of like, you you put the proper work and you'll always land on your feet. Facts. In some way, somehow. And I, I, I kind of tweeted it this week where it was like, yo, like the, I know this thing where where we talk about, you know, you, you know how people talk. Everybody gets a turn. And I think that's a total misconception. Because Every, everybody does get a turn. The people that put the proper work in get a turn. Remember we talked about it before? And I was like, if you work at something long enough, you'll get some type of progress. Yeah, he was like, no, not always. And I was saying, like, even with uh, a person that reps, you should be able, like, unless you're just, if, if you get to a level where it's like you're actually working on some structure, um, actually rapping and not just the low hanging fruit cadences and shit like that, and you'll get somewhere. Yeah, you'll get further it, than me. Even if it's just in the writing room. It, even if it's just in the writing room, even if it's just um, your opening for all the big acts in your city, or you're just a local rapper, yeah. you could make six figures as a local rapper. Facts. And but it's like Nifty Hub said, when proper preparation meets opportunity. Yeah, exactly. But you just don't be properly prepared. You <laughs> just not be properly prepared. And that that's just, honestly, that's how I see the podcast. I stopped looking at the numbers as hard. Because it's just all about, you know, being prepared when your moment does come. Yeah, because if I if I if I come to you, um, if we're going to a network or we're going to a deal, um, and they're like, hey, uh, yeah, what's what's your portfolio? That's like a media kit. Yeah, and we say, yeah, we got ten episodes, fifteen thousand downloads a piece. Now you could get a projected deal, even though podcast deals are actually scaling back because they were wild for a second. 
But you can get a projected Every deal. Every time like, there's a new space, they wild Yeah, out. they wild out. But you can get a projected deal that would be big. Mm-hmm. And then you could possibly get yourself in trouble by not Perform- meeting the benchmarks or performing, mm-hmm. right? Or you could scale like we're doing on a small level. Like we could have signed with a network. You could small on a scale level, uh, scale on a small level independently, get, make a grassroots campaign, work on your niche market, build your niche market out. I think that, I think that's the best way to do anything. It is. It takes a lot. Like, I don't think to me. I, I always felt like working hard always felt better. I mean, yeah, you would. Unless it's like, unless you gonna give me the money. Do you want to pull the veil back? Oh boy! Like just the podcast. Yeah, sure. I don't care. Uh, it's kind of like a, a sh- not a shot in the heart, but it's like a, a thing of a reminder, like. And I've been saying this for years, like, and um, I mentioned it last summer. I didn't send it to the group chat, but Ali Sadiq is one of my favorite comedians. I think I said it on here before, a few episodes ago. Um, Ali Sadiq. Yes, you did say. Where, even when Mike was still here, and I was talking about how nobody listens to you if you don't have, we're not coming on here with rollies and chains. So I could say the same exact shit, a nigga with a rollie and a chain. I can get a rollie tomorrow, but I shouldn't have to buy your attention. That's my point. I got like put a lot of proper work in to where it's like, I'm not to say I'm the smartest or nothing like that, but it's like my perspective is thorough. Not thorough. You think so? It's thorough. No, it's thorough. Like, I'm with you. I'm I'm, with no, you. no, because I, I, I'm not saying I'm right. It's just you feel like you could do, you could do a thorough investigation into some dumb shit. Yeah. Like, for example, the thing I sent when I had to miss that with the fucking memory card earlier. Yeah. The, <laughs> the nigga does. The nigga in Fallen <laughs> County, that's the same jail I think the dude got eaten a lot by bugs, too. Yeah. What? You didn't see that? No. The dude got eaten a lot by some bugs. That's nuts. But. That's, dude, that judge, I mean, not judge, that jail is like known for a lot of County. shit. So, a dude dug a, dug a tunnel to get through. The, the story just did not. I'm reading the headline. I'm like, oh, all right, another nigga escaped. No. He dug a tunnel to get to another cell, like through the shower hole or something, to stab a nigga. And he he succeeded. That's thorough. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? That's thorough. Standing on business for sure. You know what I mean? You're not mad you got to be. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yo, he was mad. He must have been fucking with him. He was mad for weeks. Yeah, you got to be fucking with him every day. Like, oh, Taking his cornbread three times a yeah, week, like, yeah. smacking it side. You don't have no cornbread. You don't. You're talking about taking his cornbread. That's my yeah, cornbread. Yeah. It's just on your plate. Yeah. Go ask Lady for like, cool, cool. You know yeah. what I'm gonna do. Stab the you know what I'm gonna do. But yeah, it, it, it's that, that type of thing. You could do the research in the wrong way or come from a wrong perspective, but, but you did thorough research. Yeah. I feel like we bring a fresh perspective, but we don't go for the long hanging, low hanging fruit. We don't go for the the shock value. The shock value. So we aren't going to get the respect. I talked about it when Mike was on, um, about the Nipsey thing. I think Nipsey had a great message. I think Nipsey was a good business guy as far as the principles he taught or whatever. Wack comes out and I don't know if it's confirmed, but he tries to debunk like, yo, Nipsey didn't own that story. That is... That, you know what I mean? Now, I, the nigga is still a rapper. Yeah. So, you know, I can't take... My thing about that is, is, like, when he said that, I was like, okay, maybe he didn't own all of it. Yeah, but even, know, even still... You know niggas that take shit like that, like, he ain't own it. Even still, even still, like, it doesn't... I still caught 
the game he was trying to spit yeah. off of it. You know what I'm saying? So it don't even matter at this point, Nipsey. But at the same time, and I talked to my dad about this months ago. I was like, yeah, you're not going to get your respect in a lot of areas because you don't flash what you have. Mm-hmm. You don't flash. I'm not going to put his business out there, this or that. But you don't flash what you have. And my dad's one of the smartest people I ever met. But he don't come off to where it's like, I'm going to make you respect me. Or I'm going to show you the work I put in. Like, yeah. Somebody wearing jewelry and shit, they're showing you the money. That, somebody said some real shit like, Somebody wearing something, not showing you the money they have. They're showing you the money they spent. Mm-hmm. But for some reason in our community, when you show somebody the money you spent, you're going to get more views, more clicks, and shit like that. Because it's, a, it's showing niggas what they don't have. People like the glamour of what they don't or can't have. Yeah, that's a fact. And so it's like... And then we all fall prey to the old, that's shiny. Yeah. Like, it's very childish, but like when you see shiny shit... It clicks something in your brain, like, yeah. oh, I, I need to pay. I'm a little more focused. And we're targeted. Um, when we get into the documentary next week, I'm not even going to do it this week. Yeah. I didn't send it to chat. But all in all, just to pull back the veil because it's our podcast. Um, but I had this vision in my mind of just this five-suit theory thing. And it's like a lot of times we don't get the support I think we should get from friends, period. And to be honest with you, I mean, I don't ever take offense to shit like that. I get what you're saying. I, I t- I'm gonna take it personal every time. I'm not gonna treat you different. Yeah. But I'm gonna take. I'm. It's a mental note taking. You know, me, you already know me. Like you know me. Yeah. Because it's like I see you tomorrow, and it's like I'll say something. But I didn't. No, you good. I wake up every morning. I'm chopped for like 15 minutes. But I see you go repost something that is like, wait. All he did was quote essentially what I said. What I said basically, but it, he didn't get it from me. Right. But it's, it's like the same, yo, it's we the, got it from the same person. Yeah. It's the same ideology. But it like, like I'm your <laughs> You a, don't respect this me. This is a horrible person to quote. But Lil Dirk said <laughs> niggas to post little baby music, but they never met him. Yeah. But like you won't post long music. Yeah. You look my camp. Because you could touch me. Yeah. It loses this lust, the luster once you could touch me. That's right. And that's 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 I feel like that's it. Once you show niggas I don't I don't like that though. That's just the mentality. That's not how I once you once you show people I'm up here in a sense. Yeah. And people do that through what? Jewelry, things you can see, superficiality. Super I think shit like that breeds envy though. It does. And I, I don't ever want nobody to like envy me. Well they said jealousy jealousy is envy and uh, uh, jealous envy and hate just at the same time or some shit yeah. like that. Like Je- no jealousy is just love and hate. It's love is hate love and hate. But it's like it's like a, yo, I hate this nigga. But it's some it's some admiration mixed yeah. in there. Like, either either way, we talked about it multiple pods with the Howard Stern shit. I hate this nigga, but I'm listening <laughs> to the whole episode. Yeah. Versus like us, I can see the numbers when y'all click off. Yeah. I can see the numbers when y'all stay on. I can see the number. I could, I'll talk to whatever. I'll ask a girl, yo, what's your favorite part? And it's like, oh, I don't know. And it's like. <laughs> That's why I don't even ask them questions. It's like, yo. Because <laughs> if I pick you apart, now we both sit yeah, here. Yeah, because <laughs> you didn't have to lie. Yeah. You could have yo, I wasn't fucking. Yeah. Like, I always try to people like, yo, I like what you're doing. I ain't listening though. Cool, bro. Like, my what man, can I do to I make say, you I shout out my man, Quad. Quad kept that shit being like, bro. I wasn't listening to that show. I listened to like three episodes. That's what's up, bro. Like, I appreciate, like, don't get me wrong. It's the difference between, like, I appreciate the support yeah. in any way you can give it. 
and like being unappreciative. Like, yo, y'all niggas, you how you not listening? Yeah, I'm not gonna ever be like some friends. You ain't listen to all 20 episodes. Like, nah, I'm never gonna do that. He listened to three. Thank you. Like, it's just not that serious. But it's also a point of like, just don't lie to me. Like, yeah, exactly. Now you putting a strain on our friendship. But it'll be like (laughs) niggas will tune in to niggas they think is corny. They'll be like, yeah, this nigga corny. Yeah. I'm not gonna say no names, but they'll be like, yeah, this nigga corny, but tune into him. And it's like, so you hate me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What's the like, truth here? Yeah. Like, <laughs> What's, how do you I really feel? You fucked with me. Yeah. So I would tune into my man. You ain't here for the conversation. So I would tune into my man. And it's like, yeah, see what my man got to say. See what my man got to say. Yeah. He, he, we talking about a lot of the same. Um, a lot of the same shit. A lot of the same shit. And but we like, adding on some actual educational points yeah, so too. So like you're not listening to mine. But, but I told you what niggas told me when I was a kid. Like, yo, nobody here for that. Uh, like, nobody here for that school or knowledge. Yeah, shit, yeah. What you trying to kick knowledge? Yeah. Like, that was one of the main parts of the Jay-Z and Nas yeah. thing. Bro. I remember being 12 years old, somebody told me that. I was like, damn. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, I'm reading this book for you. Niggas ain't listening. <laughs> yeah. What you trying to kick knowledge? Yeah, bro, niggas really shit. told me that. Like, yo, like, yeah, all that smart shit, bro. We ain't for none of that. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right. That shit crazy, bro. But that that's that's a, a thing of just just being excuse me. Being just like you said, like you said, uh pr- proper preparation means opportunity. Preparation means opportunity is a thing of like, I'm gonna just keep chugging away. Yeah. That's how I look at it. Like every week I come here, I'm just happy to kick it with y'all. Like I'm doing something that I like to do. I know y'all like to do it. We create something special. And I know people do like it. And then, like, the niggas who do Yeah, we're going to focus on the motherfuckers who do. Yeah. Like, I don't ever, like, that was the first time I ever even pulled back the veil of, like, a, like just the pie, in a sense. It was like, I take mental notes of shit. Yeah. But it's pulling back the veil of, like, I'm off, I peep motherfuckers don't be listening. Or I peep motherfuckers uh, post certain shit or be like, yo. Like I said before, and I was trying to be subtle with it. There's motherfuckers that be like, yo, when y'all said this. This was funny. And it's like, yeah, we got the clip. You didn't share it. You, yeah, didn't, you, you didn't, didn't interact with it. You didn't put a comment. You didn't like it's it. It's like, yo, <laughs> what the fuck? That's, that's, that's like, I really liked your fit on Instagram, right? And didn't like, like the picture? Didn't like the picture. <laughs> didn't comment. No flame emojis or what niggas like to do gorilla with a heart. Yeah, I used to tell niggas, I don't Twin, like the picture all day nothing. long. I'm not putting no gorilla. Didn't share that doing nothing. <laughs> I didn't do none of that. But then I see you. It's like, yo, bro, that picture shit. was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> How do you show me the picture is crazy outside of like, yeah. like on, like show me on the platform that is posted because that's how I grow. That's how I grow. Yeah. And it's like, I, I, I used to, I would always like niggas pics, but like the comments, if the niggas asked me to repost, I reposted, but like the comment and shit, I used to feel like it's a lot of fake love because I used to see niggas comment something and they hate on the niggas. So I never wanted to be a part of that. So I just like the picture, and like if I saw it, like yo, I like that picture, I like that fit. Like I think that's the correct way to support. Right. But I don't know, that's just my view on it. Cause I understand like certain times niggas, I, like I see a lot of niggas that used to comment on niggas pick twin brother, and they hate the nigga. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, shit like that rubbed me the wrong way. For Philly to be anti-dicky in this very dicky city. I said it last week. I said it last like week. Bro. It's the most. City. It's the most dicky and not dicky in that city. And it's insane because I seen niggas go support the next man because, like I said, because of what they got. Because yeah. this nigga got a sky dweller, and that that is a nice fucking piece. Like, don't get me wrong, <laughs> I'm mesmerized by the piece, but not the man with the piece. Nigga, pause. Nigga, go get mesmerized because the nigga got a nice. Maybe having crushes. Nigga, niggas do be having crushes, yeah. and 
I think it comes from envy. Like like we said like it five is. minutes ago. Like it comes from envy. Like my man. Shout out my man Buddha. Buddha earlier. You, you see the picture circulating of Serena Williams with her husband or whatever? Because somebody was like, yeah, women like test, men with test. When women, when black women go out the race, they date men, or black women like men with testosterone. That was like the key. Okay. And I think they mentioned like black men, when they go to other races, we get bottom tier women, da da da, this and that. Whatever. Somebody quote tweeted it, tweet, quote tweeted it with um, Serena and her husband at the pool. Mm-hmm. It don't look like that nigga got like, any testosterone. Like, he don't have, like... And he rich, though? He rich as fuck, right? <laughs> and my man, Buddha, shout out Buddha, because Buddha wild, but that's that's family, right? Like, but Buddha was like, yeah, like, I don't know what's up with her. I really wanted to say, like, I, was, I just said, like, you should text her, bro, it's a joke. But I'm in my mind, like, yo, niggas do this a lot about other people or other men where it'd be like, yo, how he get her? He a nut-ass nigga, and it's like, so which nigga you got a crush on? Yeah, yeah. Because... She probably should have got with the six four nigga with a six. Yeah. She should. She it's, should like, it's like that tweet she, I quoted. Let's keep it a buck. She should have got with OBJ, huh? <laughs> it's like she got the, swag. It's like the tweet I quoted about the, cool uh, hair. The boy was talking about Jason Tatum. He was like, he's six nine. Yeah, he got aura. Lake tech. Lake tech. I was like, oh, you niggas are gay. Yeah. <laughs> you niggas <laughs> you like men. I was like, oh, you got a crush. There's nothing wrong with it, but you definitely like men. Yeah. And it's you like have to act like you don't. It's okay. And it's like you don't necessarily have like to have men. I mean, look, that was crazy. <laughs> you don't have to like men. To say something like, yo, she she drawing, but it's like you gotta recognize you teetering that line of like, there's still a woman. You're trying to pick out who she should like. Remember what I'm not gonna say her name. Remember we had the debate about the Ari Linux shit, right? Yeah. And I was like, you're not a woman. I mean, you're not a man. Yeah, how you gonna tell me what I should like? And she was like, how like, cause it's way like, and I was like, yo, like, I kinda gotta like she used to have a crush on YG. And I used to be like, yo. Okay, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I kind of had to back up off of that. And yeah. I'm like, yo, that's a woman. Yeah. Like, I, I can't tell you what to like. I can't, like it's certain women, I can't control if, if a lot of people call her funny looking or not. I can't control like, yo. Yeah. I'm gonna send this one out, she looking good. <laughs> I gotta back up yeah. because I, like, you know what I mean? It's not my space. Like, it was kind of, you know what I mean? Like, what was it, Helga on fucking Arthur? It was kind of, uh, not Arthur, Arnold. Yeah, Arnold yeah. Oh, hey, Arnold. It kind of, see, they kind of took it too far, but we didn't recognize it at the time. Like, he makes my womanhood quiver. That's, That's insane. That's a crazy scene. That's a crazy <laughs> scene. But it's like, yeah, I don't know which man makes, Your I don't have a womanhood. Yeah, to quiver. To, to quiver. I mean, so like, we're talking about quiver. I'm going to keep it a bean. A girl walk in, Looking kind of funny, but she a millionaire, quivering a little bit. Manhood. I'm like, yo. I just, I just didn't. What you I, mean, Oprah? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yo. Come on. Nah. Chappelle had a whole episode about that. Oprah is making it quiver. Like, <laughs> she got a bill. Well, I'm going to keep it a bean. They be like, yeah, no graphics. Men need to stop wearing graphic tees. No. I'm not wearing a graphic tee to wear Oprah. Until I secure the bag. I'm gonna wear a tee with her. Like face I'm locked on. in there. She's like, all right, babe, you can stop. I'm wearing a tee with her face on it. That's yeah, yeah, that's all I'm wearing. The Oprah Winfrey t shirt. <laughs> like, <laughs> for real. But I don't know. I just. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of that going on. And it's like, it's hard to get support, but we're gonna keep chugging through. Um, look, what Toot say? And I, I, I always go back to that interview because Toot dropped a lot of fucking jewels. We gotta get Toot back on here soon. 
um, before football season. Maybe we'll do say. like a football episode. <laughs> but it's like football season coming up, grill season coming yeah, up. We can get two back on. Or we could do a live one at his. Uh, he he's said, gonna do do cook- that. he's going to do a cookout. He said, do we that. could do a live one there. But at the same time, it's a cookout. So might that audio lit. might be ass. Might be lit. Bro. We, could, we could attempt it. We're going to have to. I don't know how that's going to work. It's ins- it, like insulating the audio. Um, but I had a few topics on myself this week. Um, we can we can go we can smooth over it a little bit because I want to I want to stop this about ninety minutes in. I'm cool with that. Um, just black mental health. Um, I saw a couple people on my timeline um, this week. Unfortunately, black men that took their own life. Yeah. And um, moment of silence for them. But it's like a thing of that shit. Hard to talk about, man. Like I was trying to think well, like of the so, words to like, say it in a, in a proper way for clip purposes or whatever. But that shit is hard to talk about because as a black man, you got to be so strong. It's, I think even outside the place, space of black men as a person, you have to be so like strong. Like, yeah. And it, how much trauma you go through on a daily basis. Some people are just not built for it. Like, I don't want to sound arrogant or like, I'm because I've been depressed. I've been, you've seen me depressed. Mm-hmm. It, 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 but it takes someone to like, we see death every day. It don't phase us. It's certain people who can't do that. And they, it affects them a different way. We see poor people every day. We see a lot of violent or angry or sad shit every day. And some people just can't take it. Yeah. And then like, it's pushed out to you through the news. Like, the news is very important, but it is fear-mongering at some point. Mm-hmm. And it's so much pushed to you. Like, I told you I was looking up the death rates in Philadelphia over the past few years and how, you know, in 1990, you said it was at 500, but for 10-plus years, it was averaging around, you know, 200 to 300. Yeah. And then it doubled. Now we're almost at 600. Double it. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, it takes, like, and then the fact of, being objectively po- poverty stricken, like you don't have no win. Like, no. And some people like, okay, I don't. Have, they don't have the strength, or and it's not wrong with it. They don't have the strength to you know stay on course to do something, or they don't have the the resources to stay on course to do something. Right. They don't want to sell drugs, or they don't want to do something wrong or illegal. So they're just stuck in one place. Yeah. And eventually that shit weigh on you. You don't know what to do. And it's yeah. Sad looking around. Um. That shit is depressing. We, bro, we were recording Kensington, bro. Every time I draw down, I'm like, damn. I hold my breath. That's, <laughs> you it's, it's a laughing thing, but it's dead. Like, I get to the I roll my windows up. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yo, uh, uh, I, I, I have no... If you my friend, if you really my man, you my bro, fuck it, if you associate and we, we on cordial terms, you got my number, you could talk to me. Like, you, you know what I'm saying? If you feel like you don't want to be here no more, and we could talk, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's like a thing of opening that door to talk, though. Yeah. Because you taught, um, as black men, especially, I, t- I talked about black people not giving each other grace a few weeks ago. We definitely don't give each other grace. Nothing. Like, like, even down the bed, right, as a kid, and it's like, I remember my pop, he like, you can't talk about nobody clothes, man, because like you don't pay for your own clothes. And also that's a reflection of maybe their the situation at home. 
And it's like, a lot of people got to eat that. Like, yeah. yo, you got holes in your sneaks, holy moly. You know what I mean? Niggas, kids are cruel. As fuck. So it's like, <laughs> that shit. You can even think about, like, not even a lower term. Like that shit that. don't go away. A lot of, we have a lot of people who are African immigrants or descendants of African, like direct descendants. African booty scratch. Yeah. That's like crazy. They hold, they hold that, like, to the day. And I can't kid. blame them for and it. Like, me personally, I love African women. Like, I, that's that's what it is. I like African people. Yeah. No, I was, I'm talking about the women. I've never dated at like a well, direct. We, you know my situation. Yeah, yeah. And like we used to go to um not peace in the southwest. She was yeah. cool shit in there. We used to love it in there. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, different culture. Remember at first we like, yo, she gonna come up to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had to go to her. Yeah. But but we wasn't assholes about it, but I know certain people were like, yo, what the fuck going on here? <laughs> but yeah, it's the black mental, black men's mental health. We don't give each other grace. And it's like, you don't know this person's background and we're so harsh. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, look what we got on. Because that's, that's I feel like that's low-hanging fruit. It's the only, like, if you that's really want to like, yeah. get to the next. Oh, there we got. You really can't talk about nobody. Like, yeah. Like, the only Even down to have, teeth. His like, parents probably can't afford yeah, braces. it's like, if you want to, like. Haircut. Joking is more so like, yo, you fell last week. That's where it's supposed to be. But like, when you start talking about people clothes and shit, it's like, what are you really doing? Like, being poor is, like, Really poor. Yeah, like my, disability. My man. little cousin was, um, excuse me, he was growing up. He's older now, but like when he was like in high school, he was like going through that phase of like seeing that people, excuse me again, or like getting, you know, getting things from their parents or living in better neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, they live in the same house as you. Like, these houses are all the same. Right. <laughs> when you go in their house, you're going to know where everything is. Right. They don't have more money than you. Like, their parents may have, they may be a little bit better, like better off, but like, at yeah. the end of the day, y'all go to the same school. <laughs> my pop kind of told me this as a kid. Like, yo, man, all this shit is temporary. Period. Like, life is temporary. Yeah. But at the same time, this kid shit, you going to be young way less time. You're young for old. what? 18 years? Yeah, like, like, like kid young. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? You're like, old for the rest of your life. Exactly. You're <laughs> like, yo, man, focus on the future. Mm-hmm. Don't focus on... The right now. Don't get caught up in all the glitz and glamours of like everyday life. Yes, but I I never been. I I, I don't want to come off as insensitive. So if anybody is going through something, come talk to me. Um, if you, I'm not a registered ther licensed therapist, as they say. Licensed. I'm not registered to do anything like licensed. that. You know what I mean? But my best advice for anybody going through that is just like remember that tomorrow is a new day. Every day you wake up. You can change the situation. Yeah, I, I never wanted. I never was suicidal in my adult life, but it was some days where it was like, damn, um, like I don't feel like doing this shit no more. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, shit. so it's like, I just need like a couple of days. I had, myself. A, I had a family member who was like that, and I gave him the, that same advice. Like, look, it may suck right now. It may suck for the next year, but it won't suck forever. Yeah. So like. I'm not going to be insensitive and say don't give up, but like what I'm going to say is just believe that. The effort you're putting in today will pay off tomorrow. Exactly. That's something to have hope in. And that's that's across the board. Whether you lost your job and it's financial struggles that make you want to take yourself out. Yeah. Lost your girl, girlfriend struggles that make you want to take yourself out. Um, I don't want to be insensitive, but there was a joke. And I'm <laughs> and when you get to this clip, this joke is this is a good joke. It's a meme, right? <laughs> don't do it. It's like don't. I'm putting my head down. Keith is shaking his head now. It's like don't do it, so Cause you. We're telling you not to do it. I, y'all can cut, I can cut this out. I got no, we can't. 
We can't. We don't have the facilities for that. <laughs> Bro, this just so funny. Wait till the camera goes off. All right. Like, what's wrong with this? Guy? <laughs> this joke is hilarious. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Um, Yo, this guy, bro. Anyway, don't talk, don't call Kaz. Call me. I, listen, I'm gonna make you laugh. You gonna feel good about it? <laughs> good, feel good about it. Listen, I've had about life. Yeah. Oh, all right, cool. You gonna feel good about life for sure. After have a conversation with me, I'm gonna make you laugh about it. Yeah, but yeah, I feel like that's a that's a big problem in our community. And it's like nobody wants to come off as weak. Crying is not weak. Uh, being down on yourself is not weak. Man, ain't none of that. Crying shit, is not a, a strength to me. Yeah, all the things we, I cry at more happy moments than I do. All the things we signify as weak, it takes a lot of strength to do. Because it's easy to hide. Hiding is like the easiest thing to do. Mm-hmm. But when, shit. when you really sit there and face your problems, that takes a lot of strength. And to really sit there and battle your demons, that takes a lot of strength. And if it, you end up crying doing it, it's, you had a lot of strength to do that. Right. So don't let nobody make you feel bad about it because everybody's fighting some sort of demon. Nobody's life is perfect. No matter how people make want to make you. DeMar DeRozan is a multi-millionaire. He talks about his depression. Kevin Love is a multi-millionaire. He talks about his depression. Rappers talk about their depression. Uh, senators, presidents, like everybody has it. Mm-hmm. So don't ever feel too bad or too weak to reach out or to cry. Yeah, for sure. Even Andrew Tate talking about <laughs> but you can make a joke. I can't. No, I'm just, no I really did. Because he was like, I don't see why people get depressed. And then I got depressed. And I was like, oh, shit. Oh, you said that? Yeah. Oh, shout out to him. I was like, yo. Shout out to him. To him out of all people. Yeah, shout out to him for like, that. You know what I mean? Because he the type to be like, depressed. Yeah. That's what you said. It came off like that at first. But yeah, um, black men's mental health. Go talk to somebody, man. Um, and take some time to yourself. I forgot his name. Mm. Take yourself on a date. I think it's Kier. Kier. Um, hold on one second because I want to get him get his name. And he talked about having children. Yeah. Kier Gaines. You would say Kier. Was it Kier? I would say Kier. Or Kyre. Kyre? Maybe Kyre. Um, damn. Is it? I don't know. I'm done. K-I is key. Kier. That's why I said Kier. Yeah. That's why I would say Kier too. But right. the other option is Kyre. Kier or Kyre. Mr. Gaines. But he has two beautiful black uh, daughters. He was walking around his neighborhood with his daughter, and he was like, yeah, this is so beautiful, right? And he was like, it took a lot of work for me to get here. Um, going through pres- the depression, getting past that, um, going through different That's phases. That's got to feel so good. Yeah, going through different <laughs> phases of women, different phases of myself yeah. to get here, to find a girl. He was like that. And then getting through certain things with that, it, it takes is. a lot to get to this point. Yeah. And he was like, it all looks good on Instagram. I can show you all the highlights. He was like, yo, go talk to somebody, man. Like, before you go think about, I know it's fun to go make these kids. Yeah. But, like, before you go do it, go sit down with somebody about your past, about your traumas, man, what you're afraid of, what, what still haunts you at night yeah. from being a child. I don't think we were, like, we all are afraid of something. I don't think we were, like, that's, he's made a lot of good points right there because, what you're afraid of will scare you if you don't ever face it for the rest of your life. Yeah. You don't want to have kids, and one of your triggers is something one of your kids did. Now you hate your kids. It's just like, you got to sit there and face them demons at some point. For sure. Keep running. For sure. Um, so on a lighter note, um, I didn't have a good segue for that one. I'm going to keep it being with you. Really? I, I did, but I, I said I can't say it. Probably the, cl- yeah. 
Leave me alone. <laughs> Prior to close it out, um, did, you didn't see Rich Paul's interview with Rat Radar? No, I want to now. Well, I haven't. I love Rich Paul. I, yeah, I fuck with Matt Mav. Carr's a little bit of an asshole to me. Like, no, wrong word. Um, I love Matt Carr. I like I like Matt Carr a lot. Um, on the shop, he comes off as a bit of a love Matt Carter, bro. What's the word I'm looking for? It's not an asshole. I used the wrong word. I'll come back to that. One. I'll get back to that. One. Love Matt Carter. If I see. Mav Carter is being interviewed or something. Watching this shit at least five times. But um, Rich Paul has a great interview with Rap Radar, Elliot Wilson, and D Dot. Um, he just goes through the phases, man. It, 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 a lot. Uh, I pulled a lot from the interview. Um, did you know he chose Best I Ever Had as a single? Rich Paul? Yeah. Really? So he says he pulls up to. Uh, he pulls up to a restaurant, dude named uh, Music Industry Vet, uh, Music Industry, yeah, Music Industry Vet, G. Roberson, who, uh, big part of Drake's career, is there. He's having dinner with Drake. Drake, um, Drake's there. He like, yo, this, this, this Drizzy, this family, this bad. He's going by Drizzy. Yeah, this Drizzy, this family. He like, oh, all right, bet. He's like, so throughout the night. I'm uh, we getting to know each other. He's like, that's dude, cool. He's like, do music and all that. He's like, yeah, I got to come to Toronto soon. Well, LeBron's going to Toronto. We're going to throw an event there. Mm-hmm. We'll have you perform. LeBronto. So, yeah. Um, yo, bro, this is crazy, bro. But, yeah, uh, he basically sets up that connection for Drake. But also... At the, uh, he said that night, Drake basically did his uh, DJ Steph Floss. He basically did the album, not the album release, but it was like a listening party for so far gone. Yeah. And he was like, Drake wanted to go uptown because that was his joint with him and Wayne. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, like this gonna be it. It's uptempo, it's good John. And he was like, nah, Wayne is one of the goats. This is a great John. He's about, I heard it's the best I ever had. And I was like, yeah, go with that. You see the crowd reaction? You see how, like, you, you don't hear shit like this on the radio right now. Yeah. He was like, Drake, he was like, I'll give Drake that. That nigga listens. He was like, it is what it is. Yeah. He set up. I was, you know how big Best I've He helped set up fucking the Drake Kentucky connection also. He said the dude Brandon Weems who run, Weems with, runs with LeBron. He was in like March Madness or something like that for Drake. I meant for uh, Kentucky. He was like, y'all need somebody to perform. He was like, let me call Drake. Call Drake. And he was like, Drake has had a Kentucky connection ever since. So, Remember he was in the fucking layup line? Yeah. And he airballed? Yeah, he's a fucking... He's a, he's a menace. Um, People don't like Drake, but Drake's doing the funniest. Drake is hilarious. Um, <laughs> Why are you in the layup line, bro? <laughs> bro, he's looking at Boogie Cousins like, yo, what's up, man? Like, <laughs> looking up to this nigga, but... I mean, yes. <laughs> no, Biggie like 6'11". No, the, the glitter in his eyes, though. Like, you could tell this nigga like, yo, I wanted to play ball yep. so bad. You <laughs> lucky as shit. Like, damn, if I was 6'10". But Drake, like, 6'2". He's unathletic as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. But, sorry, y'all. I, I literally got three phone calls throughout this whole pod and multiple hey. messages. I don't know what's going on. No. Popping. No, I'm not. It's very annoying. And I got a, a business joint that I could not get to um, at the start of the pod. That's why I was frustrated. Again. Good uh, money. But, yeah, but... Um, also the Rich Paul interview. Um, are you familiar with who we worked with before, or how they set up the play? 
For what? For him to meet LeBron or like how you work with LeBron? No, no, no. Him meeting LeBron. You know how you met LeBron? Uh, selling jerseys at a restaurant. Or like he had a jersey on and um Yeah, he had a jersey on. He said a story about how the reason it caught LeBron's attention is because he had just saw Fab video and Fab had the same yeah, jersey. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But Rich Paul always been a hustler. His dad had his own store or something like that. So he always worked in like a business environment. Um he's from Cleveland also. For LeBron. I got to give more, not more props, but I had to give LeBron some more props um, about the whole situation. For you to recognize that 17, 18 years old, like, yo, I'm going to put Randy in this position, Mav in this position, and Rich in this position. Let's call it as, as a fucking child. Nigga might be a genius, bro. LeBron's like, a genius. Like, it, it, it's past, like... No, no matter how much of a liar he is, LeBron's a fucking genius. Like, past... I don't care what his IQ score is. I don't care what anything is. He's a practical as as, genius. <laughs> as far as um, conventional theories, intelligence levels or whatever. Because no matter how insulated you are, like I think John Moran was insulated at one point. You can get through the insulation because you have so much exposure eventually. His, look, John Moran's We never saw LeBron with a gun. LeBron's. Did we? No. I don't think so because it was like a Draymond picture how many range but like even still that, does that count? no but I'm just I'm just saying we never even saw LeBron oh, yeah, do that yeah. like LeBron yeah, for him to do this yeah. for 20 years I don't yeah, care how much protection got a scandal protection <laughs> yeah I don't care how much protection you have yeah. he always keeps I, I mean not protection but I don't care how much yeah how much protection you have he always adds another layer for himself yeah, we don't even have like Proof of anything? No, there's no proof. We only know LeBron is a family man, but John John Morant's John Morant's insulation was his exposure. So he 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 is a literal example of what not to do. I should say it like that. Yeah, definitely. Oh, just put that on disturbing, bro. Yeah, I'm gonna put it on doing I'm sorry, y'all. Um, but the Mav Carter interview was amazing. Um all I like that he's talking more though. Do you know um well he's busy as fuck? Like yeah, how about that? Do you know, what, do you, do you know how he set up the, the agency thing for Mav? For Mav? No. LeBron in a sense. Well, I don't know if he set it up. I, I always looked at it as he well, so basically Mav got uh Mav got an internship with Nike. I know that. Mav is the business manager. Right. But he went to Nike to learn the ins and outs of business. You know, exactly. Um, Rich Paul, let me focus on Rich Paul. Rich Paul went the other way with the agency route way back in the day. He started working with CAA, Creative Arts Agency or something like that, or Creative Arts, something. CAA is like the biggest agency. Mm -hmm. Um, And he said, he didn't even want to mention CAA. He hates them. I didn't know this. He basically said he was given an opportunity with a seatbelt. Mm. And well, you know they never want to give you too much power. Yeah, exactly. That's what he was saying. Like, yo, it was bullshit like, yeah. in a sense. It was just like a, I guess they thought, like, they even was with the LeBron posse shit in the sense of, like, well, you just LeBron guy. Yeah. He'll want you directly in his pocket. So we're going to Like, nigga, this. how you know that? And it's like, yeah, that's, that's what's, uh, you know what I mean? How you know what my man was? He said, like, I don't know, because cause obviously Rich Paul didn't, but some niggas do do that, that they fuck over their mans, and 
It don't want nobody fucking over LeBron. Exactly. You can't nobody fucking over LeBron. But, um, so Rich Paul, I think LeBron won his, I think 2012 or 2011, Rich Paul exited from CAA. He was under Leon Rose. Leon Rose is one of the biggest black uh, agents ever. Ain't he like the biggest ever at this point? Because he's like in the New York Knicks front office at this point. Yeah, he probably, at this point. You know he hasn't done an interview yet? Leon Rose? Yeah, or something like that. Well, I think Rich Paul might have passed him as far as contract money. Because, I mean, we got two, we got yeah? technically two CBAs in with yeah. Rich Paul being an agent. Yeah, so, I, I just, I just, um, he's over because, like, we have, like, as an agent to from a, be a black man to be the top agent to be in a, the New York Knicks front office, that's a crazy pipeline. That's a crazy, yeah, I, I think they were doing, I think they did that for free agency purposes. This is a connection, but it's still like, even, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, how, that, that's how these white feet. people get in these positions. So it's like for you to do that from, you know, wherever you came from is nuts. Yeah. Like, speaking of contract money. Just estimate how much contract money uh, Rich Paul has negotiated. Over a billion, easy. Two billion. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. That sounds about right. Like, but just him saying being a pioneer, always recognizing the moment, recognizing who he's in front of. He's like, yo, when I went to go see Hove, even since, like, we had one-on-one talks when I'm a young boy. No, no people, bro. Niggas. <laughs> I'ma bring the bros. Yeah. You're like, yo, dog. No. I'm me and Jay-Z in the Maybach. Yeah. There's one seat in there. You can't come. I gotta go by myself. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like he was like, I always, you know, I always I can kick the game back to you. Yeah. But, but you can't go me over. This is what I have to do. You know what I mean? He was like, yo, and, and if I went with LeBron and one and them, we had our own transportation. Yeah. He's like, but we always try to act older than our age in the sense of maturity. You have to. Because we got to soak this game up. You got to think, like, Jay-Z's born 69, Brown born 84. Brown, I mean, damn. Jay-Z older shit. Yeah. Yeah, I arrived on the day for a hand to die. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, damn. 7-4-1969. Um, family may have apologized for that, too. That's a different story. Because Fred had been, did not, quote, unquote, die. He was assassinated. Yeah. Like, minimalize what happened, bro. This is another argument for another day. Yeah, but I get what I get what the problem is. Yeah, but he he did die. Yeah, semantics, semantics. But um, yeah, Mav Carter talked about just hanging around Jay Z, being around Pharrell, Puffy recognizing a jersey. He was like, Puff didn't know me yet. Right. He's just looking at my jersey. I'm looking at his jersey. (laughs) He's just like, it's like, you know what I mean? He's like, but that was a conversation breaker. But he exited from CAA. He said people called him fucking crazy. It's the biggest agency in the world. Yeah. And he That's said... That's because people don't believe in your vision. They didn't give a fuck about him exiting. Uh, I think he said he took... I think he said he took Bledsoe with him right away. I think he did. And he took someone else with him right away. LeBron didn't go right away. He said when LeBron went, he was hunted. He said basically it turned into like, oh, who the fuck does he think he is? You got this? The number one fucking... Athlete That's right. Since. When they tried to make it so that you couldn't, yeah, that this. was years after. You got things like 2011, 2012. He, he said when LeBron exited, he exited like summer of like 2012. He did. Yeah. He said that's when he signed his new contract. Yeah, they tried to, they tried to cook him. Like he, he was just saying like it was like it was a thing, and he was like, yo, even with he addressed the rule that came out a couple years ago, yeah. and he was like, he was like, I took that as. They looked at it like, oh, one of them slipped through the cracks, not no more. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's exactly what it was. And he was like, no, nah. like, and he was, did you think about this, bro? The nigga, like, yo, I, I and I'm sorry if you don't like to be called nigga. Um, he like, yo, 
I'm not going to take credit because that young man believed in what my vision was. But Darius Baisley, that's his name, right? Darius Baisley. Darius Baisley started NIL. And he was like, I'll explain to you why. It triggered another form of getting money and not going to college. Yeah. And he was like, that triggered the process. He was like, the process was already started. But it triggered it going faster yeah. and it getting expedited. And mm-hmm. I was like, yo. He's like, yeah, it's internship. And he was like, him still being picked in the first round. He's like, if he wasn't drafted, it might have not worked. But he got picked it. He's like, he got picked lottery. in the first round. They even like 18 or something. Yeah, he was like, it, it made everything. Because he made like one point something with New Balance. Exactly. Got an internship with New Balance. Exactly. Then he got a sneaker. Then learn, then learn. I don't know if he got a sneaker, but he was like, he learned the ins and outs of a crazy business. Yeah. And then still went first round. And still went first round. I think he's still in the league. It's still in the league. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, he does this for the Suns. Oh, shit, I kept thinking he's OKC. But, he what? That's where he got drafted to? Yeah, but, yeah, it's like, dog, like, all this and that, and being the first to get That was, the- like, the first NIL deal, because after that, that's when it was like, oh, we're going to, like, take this to court, take this to the Supreme Court, and they ruled that they could get paid, and then that shook up the NCAA. But what I didn't know, this is off topic, but that the ACC is a conference that's going to suffer the most because – under the new, I mean, under the old contracts that he had with uh, television deals, they're only getting like $23 million a school, right? Mm-hmm. But the SEC and Big Ten are getting 52 and $61 million. Right. So they don't have enough to bring in these, these, uh, these players. Mm-hmm. So NIL, while it's a good thing, and I'm happy about it, like I love the whole structure of NIL, because like they was making it so that, they were trying to make it so that like, oh, only the top basketball players, top of football players can pay. No, everybody. Everybody's getting paid. Mm-hmm. Um, but what they're doing is, I lost my train of thought. I lost my train of thought. Oh, shit. Yeah, COVID. So, shut up, my train of thought. But, um, I guess I'll just keep going. Yeah, just but, just yeah, Rich Paul, man, like, just, just, he was just speaking on the pressures of being first to do something. Like, yo, like, and he was like, I never questioned like, is this the right thing to do? He's like, I always move with conviction. Yeah. Like, um, just being multifaceted, he helped set up a Mike Will made it in a commercial with Nike before, like a LeBron. He, one thing about Rich Paul and Matt Crow, they always doing something. Yeah. They always working sure. on something. They do so much shit and connect so many dots behind the closed doors mm-hmm. that you don't even think about. Um, but he also, what I want to talk about, because in our culture, it's a bid or it's like you get clowned for it. It's like going to the store. Vincent's story. But he was speaking about, like, yo, I, I talk to everybody. Like, he's like, I got that from my dad. Like, uh, you appreciate everybody because they're all part of your ecosystem. Yeah. Like, when I, he's like, yo, I'm going to the stadium. I drop people off. I mean, I drop my car off. Valet. Yo, man, thank you so much. I hope you have a great day. Yeah. Because. That's just, that's just common yeah. decency. But even still, it's the thing that people lose the higher they go up a yeah. lot of time. Facts. Because I'm up here in their mind. But no, we both right here. I just have people. Like, nigga, we like if you my baller, if you my chauffeur, we're not the same level economically, but nigga, we in the same car. Exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. <we're, laughs> we still have to communicate. Yeah, we, uh, like, you still can touch and talk to Exactly. Me. And he's like, yeah, I do that with everybody. He was like, a lot of people get shame in like being that intern or whatever. And he was like, when I get interns or whatever, the ones that take pride are the ones that make it through. And we got a lot of people that's like, haven't done shit yet, haven't done anything, and it's like I'm not going to no store. Niggas trying to send me some store. Now I'm not getting donuts. Like, that's just and it's too like much ego. that's that's and Puff said a long time ago, ain't no ego in making money, baby. 
And and then this is what I be trying like break down the niggas. When you go work that job, they take your phone. You get treated like a child. You get written up sometimes. <laughs> like, <laughs> but like you, like at all jobs, you can most likely get written up. Mm-hmm. That's some shit that happened in school. Yeah, you don't got no ego about that though. But when a nigga tell you to go to the story, you got an ego all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. It's just like you got an ego with the wrong person. Exactly, definitely. Um, but it rich that that the rap radar rich Paul interviews all that like he's. And $2 billion in contracts, set up so much behind the scenes in music. Um, just talking about certain people, um, he might get into music people as far as agency goes. I mean, if he can pick Best I Ever Had as the lead single, I can't hate on that. Yeah. That was a generational song. Um, the name of his book's called Lucky Me, based on Jay-Z. Um, my favorite Jay-Z he, yeah, he said it's his favorite and because he... I mean, he lives that type of life now and also as a double entendre because he was like, yeah, my pop instilled a lot of things in me. And I was a lucky person to have my dad around. Like, you know what I mean? Um, also, him being Niggas keep rubbing his dad shit in my face, bro. I ain't fucking with that. Okay. Um, <laughs> him coming from Cleveland, he was saying, because they were like, what did you listen to? Like, I know you was on. He was like, no, no, no. We listen to everything. Like, a lot of people have a bias. He's like, we don't have a bias. they in the middle of the country. He was like, yo, like, I, I, yeah, I listen to, what's that called? Who from out there? Uh, Bones, Thugs, and shit. But he was like, no, it from was. Bones, Thugs is from Ohio. Word. Like, Yes. Yeah, yeah, Bone Thugs from that's Ohio. That's crazy. That's tough. But I don't really think it's tough. But oh, yeah, Bone Thugs. It's anywhere to be from. But uh, no, no, it's definitely anywhere to be from. But the fact that they came and they made such good music—that's tough. Yeah, um, I wouldn't listen to nobody from Ohio. He, sp- he spoke about. <laughs> he's like, yo, we did an AAU tournament or a football tournament, and he had to go to Florida. Basically, as a child on the yeah. bus, he's like, dog, I had doggy saw my walk, and I listened to that shit the whole way down, the whole back up. And he was like, dog, I was listening to everything, Jay. Everything he was like, all these Chicago guys, like he was naming guys I didn't know. About. You know, I know a lot of fucking yeah. old rap. And it's like, oh shit, like this this guy, me. But just him being such a sponge in a sense, and it, it shows you like you cannot stop growing. You can't stop growing. You always gotta be humble. Like he still speaks of Jay Z in high regard, in the sense of like this. Just, I'm still even. I don't care if I do ten billion dollars in business. Or I become a five billion, the first billion dollar agent. This is yeah. still my old head. Yeah, like I, I, I think it's something. This guy given. I think we sound we losing like as people, like we losing respect for our common man. Like John Morant, like started bringing the guy back up, but like he's doing that because he don't have respect for anything. Like, mm-hmm. That's what it boils down to. Like you don't even have respect for yourself, and that's why you continue to do shit. Yeah, because your ego is up here, but your respect for yourself is nowhere near matching. He, he spoke, anybody with high ego, high respect, but I'm not even going to submit myself to that action. He spoke about what sells him as an agent. It's not about getting the most money. It's not about, honestly, anything extra. Like, he was outside of, he was like, I sell me. Yeah. Like, I'm going to care about you. I'm going to give a fuck. And I, I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm, it's proven I know what I'm doing. But he was like, yo, it's, we're in this together. He was like, the things, my agent, my value comes outside of the boardroom or outside of the negotiation table. Like, caring about you as a person, caring about where you go. He broke down That's the That's why Nike lost Steph Curry. Yeah. Because they didn't And they, they, didn't they kept calling him Steven. Yeah. That, that don't help. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you a Colbert fan, Stephen Colbert, and he, you know, he says Steven, then you say I mean, Stephen. but. You're drunk. I mean, oh, yeah, I was yeah, I, I mean, because our Steve, his name is spelled Stefan, but it's Steve. 
Steve's a nut ass nigga. <laughs> But that's a different story. So I know. Shout out to Steve. He gave me some encouragement this week. Um, but I forget. Steve, you act like he ain't alive when I text him. He didn't text him a week later. He didn't text me. He uh, responded to my story oh, okay, and left yeah, me yeah. on scene for a day yeah, to respond. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah Steve's right. crazy. Yeah. Um, that's why I call him that as yeah. The only reason. But um, yeah, he, he he talked a lot about uh, you know, explaining to the family. It's not like I'm gonna be a dad, but like I'm gonna be there from outside of the basketball. Yeah, I'm a fan. I'm be a, like these people are family. still kids, and he was like, because a lot of he said it builds a cycle. Oh, there's there we go. I'm, I'm running my brain now. A lot of fan, a lot of people. He's like these athletes are so gifted for years and years. People just keep you around by giving you shit. And he was like, or he's like, yo, you're the first. He's like, how do these how do these car dealerships get these these players? Oh, this is the first Bentley. This is the first. And it's, that's how they sell you because everybody's feeding your ego all your life. He's like, I'm gonna come to you and not feed your fucking ego. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, 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 I'm gonna humble you. you. Like, for example, he was like, yo, there's sometimes with me at, me building my clientele, it could come to a point where some outside looking in would say it's a, it's a conflict of interest. But you have to deal with things on a prioritization level and you have to compartmentalize things. For example, he spoke about having a, he was an agent for Darius Garland, agent for Kyle Sexton. Didn't even know that. I forgot Kyle Sexton was a clutch. But remember Darius Garland. Got niggas paid though. Listen, Darius Garland got his first All Star. He was eligible for Supermax. He got him the Supermax. He was like Colin. On the other hand, his the Cavs. He said, one, I want to get people paid their value, not what they are quote unquote worth, but mm-hmm. your value. So we had to focus on your value. And he said, Colin missed 72 games that year. He did. He broke some. I couldn't really, you know what I mean? I didn't have much wiggle room. But at the same time, I still want to, I don't agree with this number the Cavs are offering. And I don't want to just sign something because you feel like you're forced to coming off an injury. Right. And he was like, it opened up to where Donovan Mitchell was about to become a Cav. A Cav. And I got on the phone with Utah before Colin was even traded. And I basically negotiated a deal to where it's like, Okay, y'all are going to be interested in him. He's going to be a premier focus of the rotation. And like, yeah, we like him a lot. Not anymore. And he, you know, opened up something for him. And he got a fucking seventy-two million dollar guaranteed yeah. deal paid. for him. See what I mean? So that, got that's great paid. agency. And he that's got, in, that's because not to say because I like how sexual because he could have got a one-year deal. That's what I'm saying. Five like, million dollar like, deal, ten million dollar deal, like a vet minimum for yeah, like a four-year player. Exactly. <laughs> And now you go out there and hurt yourself again, and your career is done. Oh, yeah, and he got you 72 guarantees. So yeah. no matter what happens, you said. But for him that's, to— That's beyond agenting. That's that's excellent. For him to, I feel like, have this vision, like, all right, I'm going to go to CAA and try to do my thing there. Oh, all right, there's a seatbelt here. I'll take off. Hey, Brian, um, I'm going to start this agency. You can rock out with me if you want. He said it was easy. He said, I'm not going to say no names. It was a couple guys— they promised me they was leaving certain places to come with me and never came. And he said, yeah, I'm, yeah, like, we could be cool, but I already, I know what it is here. Yeah. And you probably never could come to Clutch. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's like, still. You fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> you showed you didn't really care about the value of the you didn't of show vision. You, you didn't, like, you didn't care about what I had envisioned for this process exactly. and who I was. Exactly. You just wanted to see a number. And he was like, line. when I... Which I respect and that's why I get what he's saying. Like, we can, we still cool, but yeah. you can't come over here. Exactly. No and it's you like, stay over there. Stay over there. Yeah, you can't benefit from my labor no more. Yeah, so, 
Yeah, it was, it was a great fucking interview, bro. Um, just speaking on just adapt. You always got to adapt. Um, selling yourself to families. Got new, Yusef Nurkic as this guy. He was like, yo, he's not black. Yeah, Yusef Nurkic? Yeah, Nurkic is this guy. He was like, yo, people were telling him outside looking in, like, yo, you don't want to go over there. And he was like, yo, I always applaud him for canceling out the noise. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it he is what it is. Like, you know, yeah, you got to pay. And he's like, yo, like, he always is appreciative. Yeah. Um, Even though he don't play that much no more, he got to pay. But he fucking tore his leg. Yeah, so it's stuff like that. Um, just being there, he was like, it's only one of me, but I try to be there individually for my players as much as I can. Um, also, he spoke on getting to that level and taking a break. He said he took his first vacation or taking his first vacation soon by guess which player told him to take a vacation from? Ben Simmons. Fuck you. Um, right? No. <laughs> Draymond. He's like, yeah, Draymond told him he works too hard. You take a vacation. You know how I feel about Dream Mom, bro. I ain't even. Yeah, but yeah. So it's just like even getting to that point, he was like, "Oh, he's saying like I come from like a street environment. Taking a day, taking a day off can mean you could die the next day because yeah. you don't know what's going on. That's real shit. And it's like and, and uh, just even in the corporate aspect, I used to be scared to take days off. It's funny. It's funny. My my grandpa took everybody to Disney World. My dad was a child, right? Mm-hmm. And my dad always talks about the story. Of my grandpa used to be scared to take days off because he's like, yeah, yeah, Bob, what if I come back and I don't have a job? Yeah. My dad, like, what are you talking about? Because he grew up, well, he's born 75, so you got to think, this is 80s. He's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, and he's like, no, like, I could, they used I to do that. Off, yeah. You can't come back. They here. used to do that. And it's like getting to the point now where it's like my dad always tell me, like, Yo, you're more like your grandpa than me. And I'll be not, you know, I'll, I'll be, yeah, yeah. I'll say in the, I sat in the party like two weeks ago. How, 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 how I call out, guys? <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know. And I, I didn't call out. And it's funny. Uh, I'd be motherfuckers. <laughs> two, three jobs ago, I literally came back from vacation. And the the, the day I was leaving, uh, he was like, yeah, uh, what are you doing on vacation? Uh, your days off. So I'm going to Miami. I'm taking my girlfriend. da, da, da. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Man, I wish I could go on vacation. Cool. I'm thinking like, it's office talk. Bro, I came back. Literally, this day I got back, I got a warning to basically get me out. It was like an improvement plan. That's when you used to work at the, the place. Yeah, yeah, Enterprise. Yeah. Fuck them. I wasn't one. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah. Right, unless they don't sponsor us. <laughs> get us some rental cars. They got good cars. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. Fuck that office I worked at. Let's say that. But, like, yeah, and I came back to that, and it's like, my dad was like, that's another thing I guess your grandpa. You know what I mean? No, I, I, you can't. He was like, you don't. It's sad, but he was like, sometimes you can't let people know you're doing too well. Oh, you I, might be doing better than them. When I go to work, I'll be like, I'm, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what's going right. on. I know exactly what's going on, but I don't know what's going yeah, on. But, oh, yeah, I took the day. I'm sick. I couldn't do nothing. Yeah. What are you doing on vacation? Chilling. Chilling. It's a staycation, man. Yeah. Shit. Barely for I'm, I'm taking care of my mom. Yeah. yeah. Me and my little sister going to kick it. I don't tell them, I don't tell them nothing. Because <laughs> you. This girl on TikTok said it best. She was like, "Them conversations ain't for you. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. It's not our environment. It's not, it's not for you." Yeah, but Rich Paul talked about taking a day off, working so hard, having that vision, being consistent with it, and I was a great fucking interview. Bro. I'm a very inspirational. Uh, as someone breaking into a field, um, because he just talked about consistency when nobody's looking. Um, 
because he was like, you know, people were always going to give LeBron that credit of the clutches of LeBron's agency or whatever. And he was like, look where I took it, man. I'm the only, I'm the first. Did you know he's a board member on two fucking conglomerates? I knew he was on one. Um, fuck the name of it. UTA. Yeah. That's the Shams connection, too, if you haven't noticed. You told me that. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be knowing shit for real. <laughs> but yeah, he's on UTA's board. He's also on Live Nation's board. Didn't know that. Yeah, he got appointed to Live Nation's board of directors in April of this year. Niggas don't even know what board directors is, bro. Yeah. That's some crazy shit. That's yeah, insane. <laughs> he, he said, yo, I don't want to. He said, he told UTA, I don't want to be up here because I'm black. Yeah, Put okay. me up here because of, he said, I'll accept the, the position, the, appoint, the appointment, but only because of my work. Yeah, not because. Like, why, why are y'all choosing me outside of me being black? Yeah. And he was like, yo, they ran down shit. I had to respect it. And it was like, all right, we can have somewhat of a partnership. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'll take this appointment. And that's respectable. Yeah, great, great. Um, great, great fucking interview. Um, so to wrap it up, um, I was talking to you behind the scenes. We're getting our first write-up. Yeah. Um, yeah. I gave you my piece. I'm yeah, I, I write my piece yet. I'm gonna I'm gonna actually take your piece, <laughs> say it's mine. <laughs> I should have left with the first thing. I just like to talk shit. That yeah, had been a little. Yeah, first write up. Um, I actually had to respond to the guy. Um, he's very interested in our path, in our, uh, our path uh, moving forward. I would say um, he's located in Atlanta, so that's, that's fine. I know you, you and Keith hate Atlanta, but we might have to go to Atlanta soon. <laughs> I mean, for business, I'll go, but we're we gonna be in and out that motherfucker. I gotta go to Atlanta soon, bro. American Deli is little wings. Oh, we're not doing none of that. Yes, we are. Doing all that. Bro. Buffs, hell, we were in a Hellcat. <laughs> you trying to get this shot. We were in a Hellcat. We were in a Hellcat. We were in a fucking Hellcat. We get some <laughs> fucking Mary. 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 <laughs> Red Bull of Mary. Crispy white tea. Yeah, right. <laughs> we might do all that. Bro, I really wish Drew she came to Philly. I would have wanted to go to his show, bro. I think it's hilarious. Bro, he was on stage humping that midget. I'm out of here. A small person. Uh, yes, I'm, I'm get out of here. Uh, it's been real. Please keep listening, subscribing, playing, putting other people on. All that. Appreciate it. Out of here. Fossil Theory.